second episode of the come on now podcast and surprise i have some thoughts on what went down uh, last night and earlier today and for the first thing i want to talk about here is the the ryan hall finally has a fight booked and he'll be matched up against ricardo lamas on may 2nd in oklahoma city now there's one big reason i enjoy watching ryan hall fight and it's the same reason a lot of people hate watching Ryan Hall fight. It's because he is so incredibly frustrating. Uh, it, it's it's a pleasure to watch him, watch his opponents try and figure him out, and, and try and either goad him into a striking battle, which does not work, or try and stay off the mat with him, which also does not seem to work. So it's a pleasure to watch him fight and, and do his thing, mostly because of the frustrating thing, but also because he just looks bored. It, it, the whole time he's out there, he just has that look on his face that he could, couldn't care less that he's in a cage with another man fighting. Um, moving on here to the subject of rooting for fighters. And, and I usually don't do this, but I make exceptions. So one exception is anybody that's fighting Greg Hardy. I'm, I'm on that guy's side. 99.9% of the time it would be rare that I wouldn't be if he fights someone like Anthony Johnson I'm just going to ignore that fight I have no horse in that battle um, so back to the subject so one fighter I will root for is Jose Aldo when he faces Henry Cejudo at USC 250 it's not that I particularly want Aldo to win it's more that I want Cejudo to lose. So he can be done with his whole stupid triple C sh- shtick. It, it, it's, it's boring. It's played out. It's not funny. It, it's not cringeworthy. It, it's just dumb. So speaking of Cejudo, um, Peter Jan is just eviscerating him on social media. And also, that's something that I do like to see. So the open scoring thing is coming up, I think, this weekend in Kansas. I'm not going to shit on the idea of open scoring. But one thing I'll ask, so if we would have had open scoring in in the Dan Hooker and Paul Felder fight or the Israel Adesanya and Kelvin Gaslam fight, would that have mattered in fights like that? And I don't think it would have because they in those two fights, they were just going for it, trying to finish it get everything they could and leave it all out there in the cage so I'm gonna expect that to that to be the norm even with open scoring so maybe it helps maybe it doesn't we'll see but um I do applaud Kansas for at least trying something with the judging and the scoring hopefully with this open scoring that's just the start of things and and it'll take off from there my big subject for today is Rose Nama Yunus. Um, so she recently spoke on the UFC Unfiltered podcast 
and she said that she was offered the fight, the chance to fight Wiley Zhang for the title, um, but she refused refused that fight because, um, and her quote was, she was still dealing with a lot of my own, just getting my head right, and I hired a mental health mental coach that's helping me do a lot of different things. There was a lot of work that needed to be done, and I wasn't ready for that just yet. Speaking of the fight, um, she went on to say, I didn't even really know if I wanted to fight at that time anymore just because I wanted to make sure that this is something that I wanted to do and I wasn't just like let's have another fight just because I'm good at it and so now I, I don't I don't need to look at the comments on the stories that covered um, what Nami Yuen spoke about because I know that a lot of them are going to be just a bunch of knuckleheads calling her soft or scared or whatever and I would kindly invite those folks to just shut the fuck up about that um, no one should be forced into a fight due to pressure from fans or the UFC. So, Nami Yunus knows what's best for her, and if if not fighting right now is best for her mental health and future, she should be commended for taking that stance and not ridiculed or bullied. Um, fighting while not 100% is more or less just cashing a check, and I know the UFC pay forces a lot of fighters to do that. So it's always refreshing when a fighter does what's best for them and not what's best for the UFC on that particular date that they need someone to, to fill an open spot. So hopefully Nama Yunus does come back, but if she doesn't, that's her decision. She should be supported either way. And I know that's a lot to ask of certain fans, but hey, at least consider doing that, okay? Um, so as I record this, Abdul Razik, Al Hassan's rape trial has started in Texas. Uh, right now, MMA fighting and Bloody Elbow are the only two MMA sites that I can see that have even that have started to cover the trial. So, what I'll offer up on this one is that it's important to watch who who doesn't cover the trial. So, with the the UFC has still not even said if Al Hassan is on the roster. Um, I know many people have asked, I've asked, um, and they have not commented on that. So that leads me to assume he's still on the roster and they're looking to just wait this trial out and see what happens. With that, they're probably wanting as little coverage as possible on this trial. And so it's safe to assume at that point that many outlets are going to not want to make waves with the UFC and they're going to avoid covering the uh, the trial. Um, and that is, that's not acceptable. This is news that needs to be covered. It needs to be discussed. And the UFC needs to comment on it most of all. So hopefully that'll happen. Um, we have a fight card in a few days. Uh, and... We're still waiting for that Angela Hill fight announcement, so stay tuned for that. Uh, that's all I have for today. Be back tomorrow, I hope.